0: By Split Decision Welcome to another episode of Split Decision UK. This is episode 34 now again on, so thanks for joining us. If you're a regular listener, thanks for coming back. Anyone new, welcome. Uh, we're here to talk about MMA, mainly UFC based, if we're on his bit of Bellator and all those good stuff uh thrown in there as well. So it is Sunday evening, we just got done watching the fights, I'm joined by my co-host as I am every week over Skype by Matthew Clark. Matt, how are you doing today? What, son? Yeah, not bad, are you good? Yeah, I'm good, I'm shirtless today, I've got to say. You've had to go for it. I have, it's like a hot box in here, but uh, I'm loving it man, how are you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great to see a nice bit of weather finally come around, it's it's taken a while, but yep, it was my mum's birthday the other day, so had a nice weekend. Doing all those nice things with your mum. So, uh. Bit hotter though, isn't it? It's bit too uh, hot. Almost too hot, yeah.
1: I mean, I'm a bit too powerful for all this, but
0: uh, yeah. we move on. Should we crack on with the fight shelf? Yeah, we may as well. Let's start at the top, I think. The so, big boys. Uh, what was it? We, is it fair to say this was a one
1: fight card? Uh, yeah, from a personal standpoint, I thought I was only really sort of looking out for this one.
0: I think a lot of people are in the same boat. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I think definitely in the build up to it I think in the end it turned out to be a pretty decent card but the big one yeah old Frankie Angano up against JDS he's just got some weird power and he Frank knocked him out first round to be honest I was sitting there and watching it and I thought he, he, he ain't even touched him has he look, what's happened he's just fallen over and then the ones on the ground the, the the shots that he lands on the ground are scary they look like absolute bombs but yeah I don't know what happened he just sort of fell over and that was it the fight was over
1: yeah, I, I can't see what it was. He it's weird. When he sort of turned round, JDS, he clocked him with his right hand then. But that was after the initial shot, wasn't it? So, yeah, yeah he's, he's got some strange power. It's like Cain Velasquez all over again.
0: Yeah, he just Whoa. barely touches him. He's like, JDS isn't even really facing him. He's looking the other way. And he just kind of swings a shot round and, yeah, touches him on the on the chin. And that was it. He was down. But Plenty it's... happened before that, though, as well, I thought. Yeah, it was uh, monster leg kicks, wasn't it, to, yeah. to start the fight?
1: Yeah, so uh, pretty competitive for the as long as it lasted. But yeah, how, how many minutes now has he been in
0: the the cage for the
1: last three fights? Oh. Got to be like two and a half minutes or something, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and most of that was in the first fight, really. I would say uh, it's a tricky situation. I think I think it's like you can't fight anyone else but for the title now, but he hasn't really sort of proved. Uh, he sort of doubters from what uh, cost him his title shot last time. Do you know what I mean with the grappling and the cardio thing? So it's still a massive unknown quantity, but he's he's the number one contender for sure.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of it almost makes it a bit of a mystery how Stipe took the punches really, because everyone else has just 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 been blown to smithereens. And I guess going back into a Stipe fight or even a DC fight, you'd be thinking, well, Frank, ain't even got to really touch him. He's just got a lightly brushed them on the face somewhere and they're going to go down it's going to be over when you look at his last fights but obviously the Stipe uh win sort of it throws a spanner in there and you you, you struggle to try and really figure out what happened there
1: well, I mean that is the blueprint isn't it just say obviously a lot easier said than but done he
0: t- he, but he took some digs as well Stepe, which is why is Stipe's chin just that good I suppose
1: yeah, I mean, it's probably more testament to Stipe rather than uh, a detriment to Francis not being able to get him out of there. I think, I still think the pair of them are both a nightmare matchup
0: for him, though. They're the, the worst two in there, aren't they, by far, yeah.
1: I think BC even more so than Stipe, to be honest. What, uh,
0: shorter and more difficult to
1: it's Just a hit. better wrestler,
0: isn't it? I guess, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. probably right, yeah. I mean, we'll see, won't we, when, when them, those two fight, see what their MMA wrestling is all about. Do you think um that is next? I mean, I can't see him making anything else. What, he's Francis be... versus the winner? Yeah. Yeah, got, got to be, it Unless he gets injured.
1: Yeah, unless Jonesy sort of sneaks his way in somehow. But I think Francis yeah, to for the winner of that or whatever, so...
0: Yeah, yeah, true.
1: Yeah, still many questions to be answered for me, though. But impressive, unless, of course. Yes,
0: yeah, that's probably fair. It is probably fair. But what can you do when you're knocking people out like that... Yeah, you can't make them go longer <laughs> and send grab Send you know, someone mate? else in, just line them up for a night and see how it gets on.
1: Well, like a Royal Rumble. Yeah. You know, a big bloke come out and just clean the house and beat and everyone who come in. Someone, yeah.
0: can, someone will have to reach in and like, grab one of Francis's legs when he's up against the cage and then <laughs> go from there. Distract the referee. Uh,
1: listen, mate, I'll be, I'll be well apt for that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe just once a year like the Royal Wumble weekend but I think we digress digressing a little bit here. what happens with JDS poor old JDS That lost for a couple of years
0: no he's been doing well yeah who knows he'll probably stick around I would have thought dust himself off and look to get himself back into this position again and maybe pick off a fight with hay or I mean DC's unlikely could there be a rematch with uh, Francis if Francis is the champion in a few fights time and JDS gets back on the bike and wins a couple of fights maybe yeah. from there but
1: there's it's never exactly uh, always stacked that division in it so a exactly, couple of wins yeah. in you're back up here again um, and it weren't like a sort of toe curling knockout like,
0: no he was up straight away he looks
1: alright at the end so hopefully will be back soon um, back stronger co- yeah
0: back stronger what about the co-main Joe yeah, from sup- the big lads to the little lads surprising yeah exactly surprising I thought actually uh, we've got to finish the much maligned flyweight division everyone hates it apparently because it's well boring Benavidez proved it wrong got a nice finish on in the second round up against Jucio Formiga these are the top two best in the division and Benavidez I think opportunities ripe there for Sahulo to break the mould a little bit come back down defend his title go back up and defend his other one I think I think he deserves uh, to give Benavidez a shot and I think that gives a real sort of spark of life to that division probably
1: I think yeah, it's the perfect scenario I mean if Formiga won no, no one wants to see that really do they I mean Benavidez is a lot more sort of well known by fans and things, and he's also, like we were saying last week. He's got that win over the champion, and I think Cejudo will probably want to get rid of that loss off his record as well. He's the most staunch competitor that he is. The Olympian, the triple champion, he's got to show his championship uh, chops and go and uh, eradicate that loss.
0: Yeah, I reckon you're right. I think he probably is that type of bloke to uh, to come and do it, and it it adds it adds to the it's got it's a, it's a narrative, isn't it? As 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 we say, so. It's it suddenly it becomes a little bit of a money fight even if it is at flyweight because you can build that narrative everyone kind of knows who Sahulo is now mm. we know that he's legit and wins up against hot like bigger people at a higher weight so it's almost like well yeah he might be small but we know he can do it even against bigger people plus he's going to avenge a loss against someone who's beaten before there's a little bit of height there so suddenly it's sort of it isn't just any old flyweight defence if you like it's a real meaningful fight where you can attach a story to it
1: yeah no I agree it's just tricky with the timeline isn't it I mean like the heavyweight title we we're talking about is it's a lot more clarity there here we're not really sure what is what Suda wants to do he's out obviously till next year two titles on his uh, shoulders and don't know which one he wants to defend I mean there's probably more money in the, the phantom weight fights isn't there for some reason I think it's just more well established probably and bigger names there but uh, I agree with you. I think he'll really give um like, sort of like the touch paper at flyweight again. He'll particularly if Benavidez wins.
0: Yeah, and he looked outstanding, if I'm honest. The the first round of, of this fight against Formigo. It was a great first round, pretty even. Some fantastic scrambles in there on the deck, which which we love to see. Um and then yeah, I mean the finish, crazy finish. If there was a head kick in there, landed flush, big shots left and right finished it on the ground, Formiga just, it was all too much for him. Yeah, so Benavidez looked very impressive and like you say, hopefully he gets that title shot. I'd, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see the, the division come back to life a little bit.
1: Yeah, it's just unfortunate he's going to have to wait a while, won't he? Like at least six months. So, we'll wait and see, see what happens with that.
0: I think that's fine. I think that's that's worth it, don't you?
1: Yeah, no, it's just, from his point of view, I suppose the money side of things. Yeah. Don't get paid if you don't fight, but uh, yeah, we'll have to wait and see, see what happens with it. I've sort of come round a bit. Last week, I was a bit more sort of mugging off the flyweights a bit and you sort of turned me around a bit, Joe. You were sort of bigging it up, you were championing it and um, after last night, I think I'm, I'm fully on board. Well, I'm, I'm happy to hear that, so... The power of your words,
0: eh? That's it, I'm preaching.
1: <laughs> what else is on there? You're a big fan of Damien Mike, aren't you?
0: Yeah, I'm a big fan. This fight was proper boring, but uh picked up a nice win against Tony Martin. Rocco Martin, if, if Tony Martin sounds a bit... Unfamiliar, but yeah. Unanimous know, decision, it was Maya doing what Maya does and Rocco Martin managed to hold on. And it's you know it's what it is, but it's it's testament to Maya, because apart from the three absolute animals that he's lost to, no one else gets gets near him really, and if they don't get choked out. They got they got no answer for him. You know, Rocco Martin's a decent striker. He's a decent wrestler, but alright, put the wrestling to one side, decent striker. Didn't get anywhere near Maya really, landed a couple shots and is what it is. Myers always going to pick up wins like that?
1: Yeah, I mean he's he's the ultimate gatekeeper, now, isn't it? If you if you can get past Myers,
0: you've got a little something extra, top, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. You, you've, you've got to figure it out.
1: I mean, if you if you can't get by Myers sort of grappling, and you, you you haven't really got a lot of a chance against the upper echelon wrestlers of that division in Woodley and Usman and Colby Covington and Ashgren and stuff. So, I think it's just. Shown that Martin's probably not quite at that level yet, where he might well get there at some point. Obviously, losing to Myers no sort of shame in that, but uh, it certainly shows he's probably not quite ready for them top two three yet.
0: Yeah, but he does have some some fantastic lamb chops. To be fair to him, so Credit lamb where it's chops. True. That's what they call, don't they, down the. Uh... You know, when you got the big old sideburns. Oh, the SIDS?
1: Yeah, yeah. I haven't called them SIDS in years. <laughs>
0: old school, a couple of lamb chops. Yeah, You but, do like a good haircut, did not you? Yeah, I do. And the facial hair from Tony Martin was outstanding. So be good to see him get a Every cloud. Right? Exactly. Every exactly. cloud. Anything else there to wrap up uh, last night's card, Joe? Yeah, there are a few more, to be fair. So we, we mentioned Roosevelt Roberts last week. Great name. I'm against Vince Pistol, <laughs> who... who uh, <laughs> You know, he's not the most well-known, but Roberts had looked good. I think he was unbeaten going into this one, but Pichel, it was a good fight. Pichel picked up the win. Unanimous decision, which, slightly contentious, I felt. I didn't really see it going that way. I was expecting the decision to go Roberts, maybe the decision. That's what I was thinking. I thought Roberts clearly won the first round. I guess guess the judges thought Pichel won the next two. I can see the last one, definitely. But, yeah, a bit of a strange one, but there you go. Apart from that though, the, the, there were two more fights on the main card and they were absolute crackers. They didn't hang around for long, but Drew Dober got a nice win against Marco Polo Reyes, which is another great name. Uh, first round, first round TKO. It was a lively fight for the couple of minutes that it went on. Um, but yeah, Reyes couldn't really deal with Dober's power and Dober's sort of a little bit up and down. Uh, he's been around for a little while, so he'd be, he's always putting on entertaining fights, isn't he, Drew Dober? And I mean, he's on a main card here, so... Decent prospect for him if he can uh, string a few wins, to, wins together. Then we've also had uh, Paul Craig, the Bear Jew, up against Alonzo Menafield, who was unbeaten going into this one. He's a powerhouse himself. And I mean, we, we said it could kind of go two ways, really. Is it either going to be a pretty quick one in Menafield's favour, or Paul Craig's going to pull off the unbelievable late on. And unfortunately, Menafield did get the win in the first round. Craig was doing well, actually. He was probably winning. The, for the most part of the first round, for what that counts. and But he got a bit happy with his spinning back kick, landed it a few times, and then in the end, through a spinning back kick, Menefield kind of anticipated a little bit, moved forward, and he, Paul Craig was all kind of off balance, and then he landed with a big shot from there. And, uh, well, he KO'd him while he was on the floor. So that's testament to flout, uh power, because he managed to generate all that force while, while Craig was on his back. So decent moves to 9 no. I think overall put on a decent little card there, Matt. Yeah, it's always the way, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And it I've looked th-
1: a bit like lustre on paper and delivers in spades. So. I've
0: just been catching a little bit of the prelims as well, and you've had a couple of finishes on there as well. I think the bloke kicking it off is Langumbulia. It's a very difficult oh, sort of name. But yeah, finish in the first fight. Absolute war, third round finish. While well, after that, you had a finish in there. So pretty decent. And yeah, Menifield, to be honest, in the light heavyweight division, 9-0. and unbelievable power if he could work his way up we've been saying recently about that light heavyweight division, could be interesting in there.
1: Yeah, but just touching on Paul Craig as well, I think he's one lost, one lost and all that so next one's a win, so every cloud again Joe.
0: Well it's always nice to look on the positive, I see the sun has brought out your positive side. I know,
1: it's your positive words and, <laughs> the, uh, and positive view of the sun I've got at a minute but um yeah, a good card all round out of 10 Joe, what would you give it? I reckon,
0: probably, a, yeah, six and a half, seven. Yeah, like yeah. C minus, C minus. Yeah, C, solid C, I would say. I think, uh, decent. Fast, I th- I think the main, of, probably the co-main event was my favourite, you know. Cracking finish in that one, maybe a little bit unexpected. We had the main event was the one we were all looking forward to, but I think that was slightly predictable, and even the finish there, I'm still like a little bit, what happened? But, as I say, Minifield Dober, cracking performances from them.
1: Well, you are the president of the flyweight appreciation society currently aren't you so it's no surprise you love the co-main event but uh, I'm I'm pleased you enjoyed it Joe.
0: What about the picks?
1: It was all resting on your uh, flyweights actually so we all had the same I believe we had the same picks for the rest of the main card and you picked Formiga and I picked Benavidez so I win uh, four to three on the day so it goes three all in the standards for that neck,
0: neck and it's like City-Liverpool again. he's Not happy, so I'm like, yeah, it was close. going to have to pull that one out. Plenty of time to go, though. For I real. think uh, we'll try to
1: wrap this up by the end of the year or just do, like, first to 100 or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll go end of the year. Go end of the year.
1: Uh, we'll, we'll come up with some rules soon. But, yeah, I've uh, pegged you back, big boy.
0: Yeah, so decent, actually. Four out of six. It's not a bad effort. No, and considering it was
1: one we sort of didn't really know too much about a lot of them, yeah, we've pulled it out quite well there. Eh? You, you were valiant in your defeat.
0: <laughs> All right, then, oh, yeah. what do you want to move on to? A bit of news? Have we got any? Yeah, we've got a little bit. We've had to scrape the barrel slightly because there ain't been too much on. There haven't been too many fight announcements. One half announcement just want to throw back in there. I think it's come out today. Kelvin Gastelum, he's eyeing a November return. That's when he wants to come back and fight. Okay. After, after his last fight, he deserves a fair bit of time off, I would say. And I think he's eyeing a Hermanson fight, so. Oh. Ah. Oh, this is news to me, Joe. Yeah,
1: I've literally You're just, breaking it.
0: just clocked it, thought I'd keep it in my back pocket, and uh I think it's pretty exciting news, November. It's not that not too far.
1: When do we know I'm probably throwing uh, sort of throwing this out here, sort of out of left field, but do we do we know when UFC Copenhagen is? I think you'd think Hermanson would be on that in some kind of capacity, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, that is true, and Gastelum travels as well
1: he loves it doesn't he so yeah um, let's have a look that could certainly be a headliner couldn't it and that's a, that's a court of um, that could be an eliminator really you'd think I mean Gastelum's still waiting well I mean don't care what you say that was a, after that performance in the last side yes he lost but he's still well in the mix and Hermanson with that big victory over Jacare this is, this is pretty much an eliminator in my eyes
0: yeah definitely a massive chance for Hermanson as well early thoughts on it well, it's difficult to doubt Hermansson. I think after what he's done in his last few fights, you look at that performance against Jacare. I was probably thinking, mm, weren't too sure about him going into it, but performance he put on is unbelievable. Really, having said that, I'm a huge fan of Gastelum, and he's what around half a round away from beating Israel. So, yeah, yeah, I couldn't tell you at the moment.
1: No, but it's, it's an exciting one, particularly for sort of like us European-based fans as well. So, yeah, I'm excited for that one if that comes through.
0: So yeah, as I say, I haven't really got any more fight announcements for you, but I've got a few comments from from the big man, the top dog, Dana White, head of the UFC or whatever he is nowadays. So yeah, basically he's come out and he's made a few comments about Darren Till, and he said, to paraphrase, he's essentially said that he may have rushed him a little bit, may have put him into that sort of title type that title echelons a little bit too early in, in his career. And I think, if I'm honest, there's probably a little bit of, of credence to that.
1: Yeah. He, you do agree, but uh, in hindsight, it's easier to look back and think, yeah, do you know what, probably it was a bit too soon. But when he, he beat Wonderboy, didn't he?
0: So oh, he, beat, he destroyed but, Cowboy before that, didn't he?
1: Yeah. Um, so after beating Wonderboy, who
0: was, I think,
1: ranked number one at the time,
0: at least two. Yeah, he, I guess maybe the argument is after Cowboy, you throw in one or two before you get to Wonderboy.
1: Yeah, maybe. And he weren't really sort of tested with sort of wrestlers and stuff like that. At yeah. that point, was he? so yeah, I think there's probably a lot of truth into it. Um, hopefully, it means they'll build him up a bit sort of uh smarter next time round because they can certainly see the money in him and yes. the investment they put into him. They know you can, oh, yeah. can sell out an arena in seconds, so yeah, hopefully, they sort of build him up a little bit slowly and yeah, and more intelligently this time around. Would you reckon?
0: Yeah, definitely be good to see. Um, you know, be- I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think we're talking anything drastic, I think. And if you if you are, if you're going 80 mile an hour, just take it down to 70. You know, just give yourself that little bit of that breathing room because you've got plenty of time on your side. So there is no point rushing it, I would say. But mm. he, he's his own man. He knows what he's doing. He's got good people around him. So. Yeah, it's interesting. We don't know where he's going
1: to be fighting, do we? So no, that's, that's the next step to actually sort of start thinking who he's going to fight.
0: Um, I would like to see him move up personally, though. Yeah, and just to give credit to Darren Till, I think he has said before, he, I mean, he was getting criticised before this, Opportunities, wasn't he? And he was saying, What they offer me these fights, so I ain't going to turn them down. And yeah, no one can blame him for doing that. So yeah, just no. put it out of there.
1: Yeah, I think because I mean, Colby didn't want the Usman, um, Woodley fight, so they got in till. So you're not going to turn down a title fight, you could end up regretting that for the rest of your life, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you turn that down and then go on like a four fight skid, and you you never get that opportunity again. Right, could, so,
0: could do anything, couldn't you? Could, could get hit by a bus, so.
1: Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Bring the mood down a little <laughs> bit there, Joe. But we will uh we'll move Well, talking on Dana White, you've seen what he said about Jones' DQ loss to the big bad Matt Hamill. This is <laughs> a great one, isn't it? He
0: he loves John Jones, doesn't he? He loves him. He moves heaven and earth for that boy. He does. Anyone would think he's in love? He is, mate. He is in love with John Jones. Because for anyone who's not Yeah, not caught up with what's going on and we're Probably everyone is, to be honest, Matt, because I think we're a few days behind. But John Jones has got one defeat on his record. It's a defeat to Matt Hamill, and it was because of a disqualification for using an illegal twelve-to-six elbow, which is a contentious rule. But it is what it is. It's now a defeat on his record, and Dana White is, is looking to say, actually, we might try and get that overturned to a no contest, just so we can, we can have you as a nice little unbeaten prize there for to to dangle in front of all the sort of paying customers, which is. Cynical, but that is pretty much bang on what's going on, I would say.
1: How dare you. <laughs> but um, I, I think it's just
0: I think he's losing it to be honest. Well when when you when you consider that he's got drugs in his system and they're like, okay, we'll give you that one. <laughs> now it's like now we're gonna go back eight years to overturn your loss. And bearing in mind his obviously his behaviour surrounding all this has been impeccable
1: yeah impeccable indeed yeah
0: so yeah. <laughs> but
1: I think um, you open up a can of worms completely how many people who have lost to illegal elbows by disqualification
0: or for any rule really any, any disqualification yeah
1: Um, banging on the door of commission and they're not going to care if it's because um, it's not like road all blocks, just, yeah.
0: the law hasn't been changed it's not now legal it's just a rule it's still illegal I don't agree with it yeah. doesn't mean you can
1: Say that's it's just so stupid. It's like in the Champions League final, that's a bullshit rule that it hit the chest and then that arm. Well, it's like if he. You change it after because you think, oh, do you know, that's a bullshit rule. And he was saying, yes, yeah, Steve Mazzagati, he hates Steve Mazzagati. Fair enough if you don't like him as a ref. He is a bit of a crap ref. But he was saying, and Mazzagati was in there, shouldn't even be in fights anyway. Mazzagati made the right call. It was an illegal <laughs> move, whether you like him or not. It's ten years ago, whatever it was. Ah, ad- oh, yeah, he's losing the plot we- with Brendan Loughlin. I don't think we even talked about that. That
0: throw that in as well, and uh, I think he's my winner, To be honest, yeah, it is just madness, isn't it? I think I wonder what is going to be next. Like, what is John Jones going to get away with next? What is going to be the next thing? Because I-, I got, I would put, I'd put decent money on there being another thing before but- he before he's done. This seems like
1: just a complete, like, just waste of manpower and admin, though. Yeah. Just a waste of everyone's time. (laughs) Everyone knows, anyone who's got half a brain cell knows he's unbeaten, pretty much. It was the same thing with Fedor, until he started losing loads. He had one defeat on his record, but it was some bullshit thing that should have been a no contest, but it was down as a DQ loss, I think. But, yeah, no one cares. If you, you lose one, you lose one. You're not you, everyone knows you're unbeaten
0: really, in reality. Um how many of his wins should be no contests? And to be fair, when when John when John Annick is reading out his record and he says what, twenty one and oh and one no contest, he's gonna say which was originally a DQ loss overturned for no reason. And it's gonna be like, Well, you're gonna be reminding us every single time anyway, so it's just a little bit pointless, I would say.
1: Do you think what, do you think Jones has asked for this to be done or Dana's just doing it? Is a little uh little late Valentine's treat for his boy?
0: No, I reckon I reckon Dana's doing it. I reckon, I think it's a what? purely I think it's a business decision. I think an unbeaten fighter has that much more yeah, he glamour does. around him. Yeah.
1: It'd be just funny if Santos gets the win this weekend.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Get that get it off on the uh, do Friday. Think,
0: do you think he would just sack it all off and like, Oh for fuck's sake, and they'd just <laughs> just call it off. Just leave it as a loss. Yeah.
1: I don't know, he'll, he'll find something in that Santos fight he <laughs> uh, can be overturned. Yeah. Nah, but yeah, I think yeah, I think he's probably losing the plot a little bit. I mean, I love Dana White. I think he's done a lot more good for the sport than bad, but he's got this in his locker, these these vendettas he holds against people, these
0: just whims, rules
1: he makes up they? as he goes along. Yeah, it's just a bit... It's a well, sad fight sports promoter, but yeah, he's got it in his locker, is not
0: he? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, funny. Any, any other news in there, son? No, nah, that's all the news. I, li- I like that news. <laughs> yeah, that uh, it,
1: it brings me on to the sofa, Joe. I'm, I'm going to give it to Dana White. Yeah, your pick this week, isn't it? So, way you go. Yeah, I think it's just, it's more of a culmination of things. that We mentioned that Brendan Loughnane, just complete just bleed nonsense, that he was went for a takedown in the last 10 seconds after a 14 minutes and 50 seconds of standing and banging, but because he went for a takedown in the last 10 seconds, he don't deserve a contract. The bloody John Jones stuff we've just talked about,
0: yeah, he, he gets it, the big bald lad. Yeah, well, I think I, I don't think he's actually had it before, so he, he's done well, but congratulations to Dana White on your Simon Sapper Award for outstanding achievement. Matt, I'll leave it to you to send it to him in the post.
1: Yeah, I've got it, Matt. I've got a concierge here, so uh, I'll leave it with him. Check you out we've got a bit talking to John Jones that's it he's, he's, he's your boy. It's
0: fighting this weekend he's literally upon us
1: <laughs> well we got to pay for it but
0: wow good point actually you just reminded me I forgot did all about did. it yeah I forgot all about it
1: I still don't know if you have to stay up and watch it or it's replayed or, or whatever I'll have, to have a word with my man I can Listen.
0: already tell it's going to be a nightmare because I've got my big C sport through UView. UView is the box that I use rather than Sky or Virgin. Okay. And I tried to watch something on pay per view a while ago and it didn't have the channel on there. It was a separate channel. It's not like it pops up on BT Sport One and you just have to press a red button and pay and it comes on. It's a separate channel. I couldn't find it, so
1: Normally it's... you like zero in it? Or something?
0: Yeah, on like your skies and your virgins, yeah. But because oh, okay. this is a U View one, it's Basically, the cheap version, essentially. So, you're
1: gonna have to go uh, full stream on this, I think.
0: Yeah, I think you might be right. Full
1: stream ahead. <laughs> I think. Um, well, I've got, I've got to watch it, and I. That's the thing. It's just the staying up thing. I hate staying up and watching fights. I always regret it every time. Always regret it. Maybe, I'll, maybe the I'll take card the is off. good enough. The good, the, good, the card is good enough to stay up for. No? Yeah, the they've got
0: yeah. You. So you shortened temp. early. It's a temp though, definitely. Should we start at the top? Yeah, go on. Away do you go. You want to build to a crescendo? Nah, we'll start with the we'll start with a big one.
1: All right, man. Uh, Bones Jones. What odds is he? You got the odds there, haven't you?
0: I have indeed. What do you reckon then? John Jones up against Thiago Santos. John Jones. What price? Would
1: you... I think he's heavily odds on. Obviously.
0: Yes, you. I'd
1: go as far to say
0: eight to one on. Ah, <laughs> bad. Bang on there. Bang on. 8-1 to one on. Yeah, John Jones. What does that make Sanos? Like fours? Nine to two. So just just a little bit better than fours. Yeah. It's
1: worth a nibble, isn't it? By knockout as well, we'll probably increase that, and that's the only way he's winning, let's be honest. Can you see it, Joe? I mean, I think it'd be hilarious, and I'm
0: pulling for him. Yeah. Can I see it? Can I see it? I think I can see it. I think I can see it very faintly in the distance somewhere, <laughs> but it's... I think... I fancied Anthony Smith to do it. Well, I didn't fancy Anthony Smith to do it, but I thought Anthony Smith had a good chance. Didn't work out. Is Thiago Santos more powerful? And is his sort of blitzkrieg style more effective? Anthony Smith, you could maybe say was a little bit tentative. He went the full five rounds and was quite impressive, but I don't think he's going to go as balls to the wall as Thiago Santos is or probably should this weekend. So, yes, I I can see a little... I hope for Santos if he does do that. I think if Santos goes out there and tries to stick around and tries to hang in there and maybe avoid getting hit, and I can see John Jones just figuring him out and beating him sort of in, in many areas. But if Santos comes out and stays true to himself and fights him like for Jimmy Manoa, got a chance, hasn't
1: he? Yeah, I think you nailed it with the description. His blitzkrieg style, I like that, Joe. Um, I think that is the difference with the Smith one. I mean, Smith's... As Violent as they come, but Santos is in a different level in terms of his sort of unorthodox move forward recklessness. And that's I think that's the exact style that's going to beat Jones. You ain't going to do it by out
0: technique in him, you can't, can you? In any area,
1: really, out MMA in him, (laughs) yeah, whatever the technical term it may be. But uh, you've got to just throw fire at him and hope one lands. I really hope that would be so funny.
0: I I would love it, yeah, definitely, especially as you like brilliantly just mentioned if they try and overturn his other loss and then he gets another loss anyway I think (laughs) it would just be superb I mean it would bugger things up and but what the rematch would be for the UFC the rematch would be incredible wouldn't it yeah of course it would yeah it would be massive but
1: I'm just thinking from a from a selfish standpoint I'd like to see him move up to fight DC it does kind of go away a little bit if he loses here perhaps or I don't know. Maybe that's looking too far in the future. DC might not even be the champion uh, in a couple of months. So,
0: but yeah, we'll certainly throw the cat
1: amongst the pigeons here.
0: So you're gonna pick then? You're gonna? You're probably not gonna have a bet on this unless you're going for a little nibble one at Santos KO. I would say. I mean, I think... no, going sorry. I was, well, I was. just gonna say you're not gonna throw John Jones in your rack, or are you? It's pointless. Yeah. It's just absolutely pointless. I
1: think he's worth a nibble by knockout if his odds are a little bit bigger than four or so nine or two, whatever he was, Santos. Yeah. You can't realistically pick him in a, like, a prediction contest, though. I you can have a little bet on him because the value's there, but I think I think Jones probably TKO's him second round. Second. So second or third round. I think you wear him down, get him down, crucifix and just elbows, something like that.
0: Yeah, I think, I think you're probably right. I think um, I was going to say third. In a similar fashion, probably like some kind of ground and pound. But I think if you look at Jones's top game, his top pressure against Gustafsson, particularly, I felt I feel like even that is getting better. So I think that's just going to be overwhelming for Santos. And I probably go with second round, Jones. Yeah, ground and pound, I would say. I think
1: he it, got to get it done early, any round one, Santos. Otherwise, it's sort of that's it matter of time.
0: You feel because he, he hasn't he, he hasn't got Smith's stamina or gas tank i don't think not the way he fights no no but you just think like it
1: something seems to happen to people when they step in there with john jones they sort of freeze a little bit and don't sort of <laughs> stick to their usual style maybe that's down to jones's stifling style when he makes good guys look bad but he has to stick like you say with his true to himself with his style with his firefighting and try and clock the big man all
0: right then what about co another title shot uh, title fight here yeah, I'm amazed these two haven't fought already. I know it's madness, isn't it? And this, I'm this... convinced they have. <laughs> yeah, it almost feels like they have, doesn't it? And this, I was going to say this is almost uh, a better fight than the main event. Would that be fair?
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't class that main event as sort of a must see. Just purely from the, a competitive standpoint, you just think it's going to be a, a one-sided sort of beating. Really, this one I can see a lot being a lot closer. I don't know what you think.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think. This is probably Holly Holmes' better weight. She's been been up at featherweight for a little while. Um, beat Megan Anderson, which was is is okay, I think, lost to Cyborg. Nunez, obviously, amazingly, beat Cyborg, which is like blew my head off personally. I did not see that coming. I think Nunes is just Wow, well, she's she's probably the best ever, isn't she, let's be honest. Her power is is crazy. I th- yeah. I, th- I think Nunes is gonna win. She's she's a two to nine favourite, odds on. Oh, that's not well, worth, is it? Nah, you can get eleven to four Holly Home, which is okay. I mean, they're a bit tighty but I think I think you got to favour Amanda Nunes in this one. I just as Holly Home, I, I like Holly Home, and it's a shame because after her victory over Ronda Rousey, she's had a little bit of bad luck, and things haven't really gone away since. And almost, all of a sudden, the record doesn't look as good as it once sort of could and should be. But I can't see how she gets past Nunes. In five rounds, can you? I think if she's going
1: to get it done, she wins. She has to get. She will get it done by decision. I think the only way she's going to win, I would think, would be to try and outpoint her. She's technically very good. She sort of gets on her bike a little bit and try and pick her apart from range, perhaps. But
0: do you think, do you think she'll use some of her clinch work as well against the cage, which, which we've seen a little bit more recently from home?
1: Yeah, I mean, she, like we say, she's technically very good. I think their mods are probably a little bit. Too long for me. I think they should be a little bit closer. I do think people are writing off home a little bit too easily. But during five rounds, you, you can't help but think that, that Nunes is going to clock her at some point and perhaps steal rounds because of that or even finish her. I mean, home don't get finished often, if at all, if um, from memory.
0: No, yeah, I can't, I, I can't remember. I think she got choked out, didn't she, by Misha tight, was it? Uh, of course,
1: yeah. She lost the title. Last,
0: last round seconds, five,
1: man. she was winning. But aside from that, it's been decision. What Valentina? Uh who else does she lose to? Cyborg, like Cyborg, you said. Yeah. And that Jermaine Durand to me, that dodgy one. So yeah, she don't get finished often and I don't know. I, I could see her sneaking a decision, I've got to be honest. I, I think it will go to full five rounds, but I do think so I think she will get clocked more often than not, uh, home by Nunes and I think Nunes might might eat a cat out of a close decision, but I think it'd be quite back and forth. But I wouldn't be surprised
0: either way. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I think the, the key point being that home will get clocked, and I think when you're getting clocked by Nunes, it's just a little bit of a different game. So I I think unfortunately, as much as I like home, I think Nunes is going to sort of further solidify herself as the greatest that there ever has been. And I'm I'm going to go fourth round, TKO. And I think like I say, Holly Home will probably fight a good fight. She will probably win a round. She'll be elusive. She'll look to do that. But I think. Four rounds, 20 minutes in, I think I think Amanda's ferocity and and her power is going to pay dividends, if I'm honest.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, she is the best ever already, in my opinion, by beating Cyborg, isn't she? I not I'm convinced, I would say. I think the only sort of... I'm, try, I'm trying to think of someone else you can fight after this, Joe. I can't really think of anyone. She- I mean, Shevchenko, I think, would fancy another crack, but well, she's beat her twice, so... Doesn't really do much for Nunez. Um, no one really left for her. You, you got to think retirement's got to be on her mind.
0: Yeah, I mean, hopefully she's getting paid. That's the that's the thing, isn't it? She needs to be getting paid so that she can retire. No,
1: yeah, it's just it's just you do feel like what else is there for her to do there? Um, obviously, you've got youngsters coming up, and yeah, it's only a was... matter of time before one of these youngsters will sort of take the mantle from her, and you re- you retire too late, and you're not on top anymore. But that's looking far too into the future. I'm just spitballing.
0: All right, so what was your official pick for that one?
1: Decision Nunes. Like it. All right. This is we- my favourite one for the for the evening. Yeah. This is the one I'm looking for. Go on in, away we go. The funky Ben Askren, the legend. The one who's got the same body as me. <laughs> against uh, your boy Jorge Masvidal. How are you liking this one, Joe? I love it.
0: Oh, it's a cracker in it, with a spice that's been going the needle sort of outside the cage Well, the talk that's been going on, it's uh, brilliant. I mean, funky Ben Askarin. What an he, addition, eh? He is just this enigma, isn't he? And it's even now still, we still don't know what he's all about. We still don't know what he can do and what he can't do. We've got no real idea. He sort of had a weird weird fight and he got a weird win. It's like everything around him is just it's just got this sort of buzz, hasn't it? Yeah, he's so
1: funny, the Gazer. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's he's. I leading up to the fight, I was uh, so this time last week, I was like, I think Masvidal smokes him. I really think he's going to steam through him. I watched an interview with Brett, Brett Okamoto, who seems to be everywhere these days. By the way,
0: I think he's um, their official man only the UFC. On
1: ESPN. Yeah, uh, that'd be one. Did an interview with Ben Asprey for about 10 minutes, and uh, I think Ben Asprey's going to smoke Masvidal. He's convinced me. Yeah, he's like a politician. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know, that's what he does. He, he just talks. He's like Chow Sonnen. But um, again, like Chow Sonnen, he could back it up. Um, it's such an interesting contrast of styles and personalities. And Yeah, I'm, I'm buzzing for this one. This is the one I want. If I'm going to stay up and pay for it, this is the one I'm looking for.
0: What odds do you think they are? Who do you, who do you think the favourite is?
1: I think Askren's the favourite. Yeah, I Askren's the favourite. About eight
0: to eleven.
1: Four, four to eleven. Oh, he's quite a
0: big favourite. Yeah, yeah, fifteen to eight, Masvidal.
1: See, that that is good odds for Masvidal, it I is, mean, isn't it's it? Been, just when to you, win. His Meyer loss. He sort of held off Meyer. Meyer just sort of was a backpack, really, and uh, he could, didn't really get much out on Masvidal. And you got to feel that, obviously, wrestling probably a little bit of different ball game. But I just can't see Askrin finishing. Masvidal, can't see him choking him or anything. But like you say, he's an enigma. I don't know too much about him. If he can't get it to the ground, he, he's pretty screwed, judging by his shadow boxing. And if Masvidal's knocking out Till, a bloody light heavyweight, yeah. <laughs> Aspen's in a world of trouble. That's what I mean. It's, it's a very hard pick. I you wouldn't be surprised either way.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm well looking forward to this one. Yeah, difficult, difficult to pick. Could go either way. I'll tell you where I've gone. I think... I think Masvidal might be able to hold him off just enough to do some good work on his feet, pick up a couple of rounds. So I think Masvidal, decision, maybe even a split decision, something like that. Yeah. Uh, I think I think Askren might end up a little bit more busted up. That could work in Masvidal's favour.
1: Well, we've shown in the Lawler fight, he can take a big, can't he?
0: Definitely, yeah.
1: He can take getting thrown on his head as well. <laughs> yeah. Those tough as old boots, despite the uh, exterior and his jokey and he's tough as now so um it will be difficult to finish either of these guys so i think you're probably on the money with it being a decision i was really don't know which way it's going to go there oh nice such an interesting contest it
0: is it's just fun- oh, funky ben he's just
1: well yeah. he, he was saying in that interview that i got sold on hook line and sinker that Lawler is a power puncher right and he can turn off anyone's lights and he couldn't turn off aspirins and masvidal's he was saying he's more of a volume puncher but it's got, and that he won't be able to finish him. Although, having said that out loud, I've just realised he knocked out uh, Darren Till, didn't he? One punch. Yeah, yeah. So that doesn't quite stand up. That's how, that's how good Asgert is in these interviews. <laughs> he literally fight. made you forget about that
0: fight.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like one of my shocking moments I've never made it One <laughs> yeah. I was most emotionally invested in. He made me forget it within 10 minutes. But... Historically, then, he might be a more of a volume puncher and stuff. And will he have the time on the feet to do it? I don't know. I can see him getting him down in the first round, perhaps. And But he's got to get him down three times, is not he? Yes. So, I might stick my think, thinking. I'm, I'm going to go with Masvidal by KO. KO? Yeah. Late, early? Well, K O. Um not sure on the round just yet. Okay. No, you got,
0: you got time. you got time. This could change completely to an
1: askrin sub or something.
0: <laughs> no, it is one of those fights, isn't it? I'm going Masvidal, Masvidal decision, as I say, but yeah, fifteen to eight on Masvidal. So I think this is one definitely you can you can throw in somewhere. You just
1: worry. I was worried about international fight week. Every year, one of the big ones gets dropped off and.
0: Oh no doubt. Yeah, there probably will be one.
1: You just got to hope it's one of the pony ones.
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, hopefully it's not that one. All right, next one. Not, not the one I'm most looking forward to, but very interesting because Luke Rockhold's making his way up to light heavyweight. It's his debut. He hasn't fought since he's lost to Romero at uh, middleweight, February 2018. So, well over a year, coming up to a year and a half. As I say, making the move up against Jan Blavich, lost to Santos last time out. Won his previous four. So, he's, he's, it's an interesting matchup as well because we know Luke Rockhold is. is He's known for his grappling, his top game, his jiu-jitsu is really good. But that's, that's what Blackovic does as well. He kind of looks to get a hold of you and stall you and win fights that way. So, Interesting one, this. I mean, I'm not Luke Rockhold's biggest fan, as most people probably aren't. But I think it would definitely be good to see him do a little bit of work in that lightweight division, which is, as we do keep saying almost every week now, is on fire a little bit. Oh, yeah, I'm
1: looking forward to this one. I think he's he's got the frame in he? He's wedge, he's proper tall. And if he feels that frame out, I think he could be a, compl- a massive force in this division. You look at some of the guys who are just complete middle of roaders down at eighty five. Um, their last Jones's last two defenses in Santos and Smith, and they're smashing it in light heavyweight. So imagine what a former champion at, at middleweight is going to do up there if he feels himself out. I, f- I think he really can be a threat. I'm not, no, I'm not saying he would beat Jones, but I do think he, he's going to be a contender in a fight or two.
0: Yeah, he's got he's got some tools, has not he? he's he's a. Uh... He's sort of a, a thinking man's fighter, if that makes sense. Mm. As, as much as John Jones likes to figure people out. Luke Rockold who's he'd like to figure out John Jones as well. He's not just going to go in there as, as Santos is and just impose himself. He's going to be a bit more strategical about that. So I think if it if Santos can't get past Jones, then I think it probably will take someone who's going to be a little bit more strategic to do it. So I think it'd be good to see putting sort of personalities aside, it definitely would be good to see Luke Rockhold have a little go. Do you think he gets the win here then, I'm assuming? I mean, do you want want some odds before we go?
1: Yeah, I would would guess Rockhold is like a two-to-one on Fav. Yeah, bang. Blaukowicz says this is a spoiler, isn't he? Yes. He can make anything sort of... He's he's not scared to make it a boring fight if it means him getting the win. Um, Probably to his detriment in his career, not the most exciting. Um, He was in an exciting fight last time out. That was probably purely down to Santos, though. Yeah, beat
0: beat Krilov, Manoa, Kananiya.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's a very good fighter. He's been around the block for years now. Luke Occo, unknown quantity. You don't have got not got a clue what he's gonna be like up here. G he outside we see what happened with Kevin Lee blown out of his arse. Uh it might be a revelation, not having to cut that extra twenty pounds, which is absolutely mental when you think about it. It's a lot. Um I, I do think he gets it done. I am leaning towards the decision, but I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, won by sort of Top position, ground a pound
0: or or a choke. No, I'm with you. I've gone decision as well. I think just just to give him that little bit of breathing room to work, get his get his sort of uh, get his foot back in the door because he has been out for a long time, regardless of which weight he's fighting in. So I think it will probably be you know like grinding out a decision, getting getting used to it again, getting sort of back in the rhythm. I think that's probably probably the best you can hope for at the moment. I would say he's he's a Ralph Lauren lad, isn't he? Yeah, he's Is got he? he's got a massive contract. Yeah, I've actually seen him. Uh, on adverts because he's been modelling for a while but I've never seen him actually in the UK before but he popped up on my TV the other day I was like oh. I was on the telly yeah 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 I was like there's Luke, Luke Rockhold <laughs> there he is there he is <laughs> but yeah uh,
1: you, you, you want to make sure his mind's actually on it and not sort of flitting between modelling and fighting and stuff I mean it must get in the way do you know what I mean so hopefully that's not making too much of an impact on his gym time and hopefully his mind's well on it and because if it ain't against Blaukovic, it could be an early night. So, But I do expect him to get a win, unknown quantity. But uh, as much as we don't like his personality, um, any new blood in a division's is a good thing, particularly a former champion in another division. All
0: right, then. So another fight we've got on this main card. Diego Sanchez, who is... A, legend. Yeah, absolute legend. up against Michael Chiesa, who's made a step up to welterweight. Beat Carlos Condit last time out. Looks good at this weight. Chiesa, I thought, looks sort of... Well within himself, if, if if I can put it that way, up against Diego Sanchez, who's just hilarious. I was on the MMA underground <laughs> on the on the forums there, and someone like posted like Diego Sanchez highlights throughout the years, sort of from tough days all the way to now, and it's just there's literally hours of just hilarious footage of Diego Sanchez. So interesting fight. He's looked good re- recently, hasn't he? He's been on a little bit of a little bit of a comeback. Beat Mickey Gall and, and Craig White, so decent wins up against Chiesa. Chiesa's the favourite, to 2-9, which is a little bit of a stretch, I thought. 2-9, 11-4, Diego Sanchez.
1: A lot of uh, live dogs, as the Yanks say in this, isn't there? I, it. I, I definitely fancy Diego. I mean, Chiesa fought uh, a complete shadow of Condit last time out. Um, don't really know too much. Obviously, he's a big boy, Chiesa, so I think he'll have the size advantage. Yes, Sanchez has fought even down at featherweight back in the day, and he he? So yeah. i I'm always pulling for Diego Sanchez. Did you ever see the uh, tough one reunion they had? Just no. Just completely going off topic. Did you ever see that? No, I don't think so. A lot of them are like, just looking well haggard. Sanchez, he's probably the most well-spoken, looks as fresh and healthy as anything. You'd be. I was shocked. I thought he'd be a bit slurry after all the wars he's been in and stuff, but... Yeah, he's still got it together and he's still getting results in the cage. How many years on? What,
0: 13 years on? 14 <laughs> Something crazy. Years on? It's good to see, yeah. It is really oh, good yeah. to
1: see. I really like him. Um, tough asking, Chiesa. though O-Chiesa quality on the ground and stuff. Uh, I, I might go in
0: my heart on this one. Yeah? Yeah, I might get the old nightmare. Get a decision. It was only last week we were saying we're going to take our hearts out of these decisions, but here we are, a week later. It's a long time in uh, MMA, <laughs> Clearly, so all right.
1: decision, yeah? Yeah, I mean, like I say, this is uh, not my official picks. So let me have a little look
0: into it before okay. I put them out. Yeah.
1: But um, I, I would like to see Diego. How do you think it's going to go,
0: Joe? Uh, Chiesa at the moment. Yeah, too big, too much uh, dominance on the ground is where I'm I'm thinking this would go. Top pressure, yeah. submission attacks, just, yeah, making it a bit of a dogfight, using his size.
1: He's just more in his prime, isn't
0: he? I think so, yeah.
1: And, uh, yeah, I think this is probably a good fight for him. Uh, a veteran big name, another one after Condit, and he's probably going to try and crack that top 10 soon. Oh, Sanchez has left his gym, though, hasn't he? Yeah, I saw that, actually. Yeah, during Strange timing, like, after years and years, and he's probably only got a few left, but whether that's going to have an effect, I don't know. But he seems to be in a good place mentally, so better than he's ever been. So He I does, think,
0: he does, yeah, he does.
1: Um, it's hard to back against him these days, but. Uh, a tough asking, in Chiesa and you might be right in your, your win, Joe. All
0: right, then you've got a couple of prelims you want to throw in there. I think that pretty much sums up the main shebang.
1: Oh, is Arnold Allen on the main, or is it on the prelims? Headline?
0: Prelims is where it's noted at the moment. Oh, is it? Yes. Should we go there, then? Because that's quite a big one, particularly with uh, Arnold Allen in action. This is it. This is it for Arnold. I think if he gets a win here, up against a big name, in a favourable fight, I would say. I think it's on a U- huge UFC pay-per-view. It's on the prelims, so I would imagine lots of people are going to get to see it. I think Arnold Allen is going to put on a show, much like he did in his last fight. If I'm honest, and I think he's going to get a dominant win. Hopefully, Nick picks up a last sort of a nice late finish as well up against Melendez.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're probably in this sort of early transition to ESPN in America. Obviously, we've got our own issues over here with the telly, but you're probably better off being on the on the prelims on a big card rather than pay per view. If you want to get eyes on a new talent,
0: yeah. Do you know yeah. what? I, th- I think you're right. If you're not a lot, if you're not like a, a champ or a top one or two looking to make the big payday, I think for that level below where exposure is almost more valuable than money at the moment, you're on.
1: Yeah, I mean, on this pay per view card, probably a lot of people will be watching, but for the most part, yeah, you want to just get on the... It's not like being on Sky Sports, it seems, so like, I think that's their equivalent over there, and you get more yeah. eyes on it, do not you? And like you say, he's fighting a former. Strikeforce champion. I mean, he's on a bit of a skid, but and he ain't fought for what looks like a couple of years now. Uh, Melendez, um, big name, favorable matchup, age is on his side. Alan only gets better. He's, I can't see him losing this one, Joe. What are no. the
0: odds? Yeah, one to four favorite. Alan. five to two. Melendez. I think one to four is pretty much about right. I think it sounds like everyone's in agreement with us.
1: Drink finishes him. I mean, Melendez is tough as anything he ain't full for ages We have no idea what he's going to be like that time off might be good for him I don't know he he hasn't won since that uh, Sanchez fight that war what was that six years ago bloody hell (laughs) (laughs) I'm just looking at his record now is
0: is it really six years that's crazy isn't it Uh, October 19th
1: 2013 UFC 166 what a fight that was but um, yeah both on the same card Sanchez and uh, Melendez yeah I can't see him getting it done Joe Great, yeah. great opportunity for Alan, though. It's his first USA card uh, in the UFC. So, yeah, perfect opportunity. It's all set up for him.
0: Agreed. This is it now, isn't it? This is it. This is it. This is it. Yeah, and I'm well behind him. Seems like seems like a top bloke as well. Yeah. What's the official pick, then? How's he getting it done? Allen decision. I think I think um, Alan could finish it. And I think if he really wants to, I think he can. But that's not the main concern, so yeah, I think I'm going with a decision.
1: I'm going to go with a TKO here, I think think he knows he needs to put on a show I don't think he's going to want to eke out an easy win, I think he's going to want to put his stamp on it, I think he's going to want to announce himself to the world and I think Melendez is probably thinking, he's got I don't think he's going to be able to turn up at 37 years of age after 4 losses yeah, I think he's going to be a shadow of himself and I
0: think Alan will walk through him Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, what else is on the premiums, Joe? So another one. Jack Marshman is up against that Shabazian, who's got a lot of hype around him. He's unbeaten. He's a one to five on favourite Shabazian. up against Jack Marshman, who's three to one himself. Uh, and do you know what? I'm going to go against all the odds. I'm going to go Marshman to win. I liked what he did in his last fight against John Phillips. Up against a dangerous and very powerful, the white Mike Tyson that is John Phillips. I think Marshman dealt with him very well, very professionally. I do believe that he's now left the army and he's training full-time, which oh, gonna, is he now? Uh, yeah, it's only going to be a benefit, obviously, out there in Wales, I'm guessing, if not, but there's a thriving scene out there with a lot of good coaching, so I am going with the underdog, 3-1, to one, Jack Marshman, I think he's going to get the win here against all the odds. Yeah,
1: I certainly wouldn't be surprised, them odds are well off, I think, I think well off.
0: 5-1 on for this, Shabazzian.
1: So, sorry, what did that make Marsh- Marshman? It's 3-1. Mate, you get, in a you fight, in a fist a fight, 3-1. Out, outside of Raka, yeah? Yeah. I remember when uh, the dentist lost to uh, Shabazian, and it was quite a contentious decision. He'd done well, and I, I think Marshman could do the same. And I, could th- I think he could get a decision here yeah, quite easily.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm going with. I think he looked yeah. I think he looked very clever, very smart in his last fight.
1: Yeah, he was like... People were sort of moaning about because they thought that was just going to be an all-out brawl. He's like, well, I don't want to brawl with him. <laughs> yeah. The white Mike Tyson. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So What is the point? Yeah. yeah, like you say, very methodical and um cerebral in his approach, and I think he could get it done here. Tons more experience, tough as old
0: boots. Yeah. I-, I could well see that happening. So I think overall, what do you reckon? Outside outside of Zaka, underdogs, yeah. So you've got Jack Marshman, three to one. Yeah. Diego Sanchez, eleven to four. Yeah. Masvidal, fifteen to eight, home. Eleven or
1: four. Yeah, Magic. I think it's a stretch putting Santos in, isn't it?
0: Yes, it was probably a stretch putting home in as well. But I think Mads Vidal, Sanchez, Marshman—that's oh, a cracking little bit there. that's
1: Yeah, I mean, one always lets you down, though, doesn't it? Yeah, of course. There's of always course. one little git that lets you down. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's t- at least two of them will happen. Well, definitely. Definitely, isn't it?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: But. Um, yeah, what about your boy, your Dong Song? He's
0: fine. Your Dong Song, yeah. So I, I just like his name. I mean, <laughs> as you probably <laughs> can tell, as you've listened throughout this podcast, I just like uh, good names. Thanks. It's always nice to see.
1: So yeah, he's in Alejandro Perez, so that'd be a, that'd be a good fight actually down in the lower weights. Good card, great card. It's just a yeah. like, no, got to pay for it. Claudia
0: Taglia is on there as well, and she's on the prelims, so she's always lively. Good fights. Yeah. What one sure I'm looking forward to? Yeah, what's your? Uh, we always usually pick one to look forward to, don't we? So I think, well, you said, didn't you? Masvidal, Ascaran, sticking with that one.
1: I think the one I'm I have most investment in is Askren and Masvidal, and plus add to the fact that's probably an eliminator as well. There's a lot of repercussions off the back of whatever the result is. I'm looking forward to seeing where Luke Rockhold looks. I think fight of the night would be Chiesa Sanchez. I think there might be a few upsets. I think you might be right. I think you nailed it. I think Marshman could sort of cause an upset. Eden Shabazian, give him his first loss. And obviously Arnold Allen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Wrapped on us I think, I think do you know what? Masvidal, Askren, yeah, that's, that's up there. I think Nunez home. Looking forward to that one. I think that could be cracking. And I think, I, if I'm being hopeful, I think that's what I'm being, actually. Looking at fight of the night. I could see John Jones, Santos, whichever way it goes, being fight of the night. Do you think if... Daniel if if well, if Santos can worry John Jones even a little bit let's say it's just a one round like war like for Manoa Santos if it's just that which I would love whoever wins I reckon that could be fight of the night
1: well here's hoping eh? hopefully uh, Jones sort of steps in with.
0: obviously it's a lot yeah it's dependent on Jones but I mean that's that's Probably. what Santos is going to do so if Jones for whatever reason is forced into playing with it for a little while
1: well hopefully he past him hopefully he's been partying all week
0: hopefully not that that seems to matter, but yeah.
1: No, I'll be looking forward to watching Embedded this week where they try and shine light on Jones as being uh, some kind of new coming of Jesus. In the last one, in Augustus and Embedded, I remember moaning about it before, they were showing him walking around the shopping centre buying toys for homeless kids and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Not kind of those, they have to move because he got drunk and stuff. <laughs> So I look forward to some of that this week. Look forward to sort of watching that in my breakfast and getting wound up.
0: But um yeah what a card yeah amazing isn't it and um, unfortunately we do have to pay for it which is just simply outrageous but it
1: is it is I just want to know what the line is going to be for what is, constitutes a big card where you have to pay for it
0: yeah nah, that's it it's all up in they're, the air, dipping right? it,
1: they're dipping their toes in the water now it I think yeah. it's going to get tits up to be honest I think
0: it'll probably go wrong like you say I think the plan is everyone don't pay for it just stream it and then they ain't going to see exactly. no benefit of it, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the only next one they can do is the Khabib one, and that's on a normal time, I think, so I'm, I'm all right, I'm all right with that. If it's a normal time, I'll, I'll cough up 20 quid. Yeah, I agree, yeah, actually. Three, three in the morning, on your bike, young man.
0: <laughs> all right, then, I think we're done for this week, Matthew. I'm absolutely sweltering in my living room. I've got the window shut, I've got the door shut. I need to wrap this up pretty sharpish.
1: I'm feeling all right. I think it's the shirtlessness.
0: Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, as we start at the top of the show, this is Split Decision UK. We're on Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Search for Split Decision UK in any of those applications or websites and you'll be able to find us and interact with us. So if you can like, follow, subscribe, five-star, leave a review, whatever. That'd be fantastic. I hope you like listening. Otherwise, we'll catch you next week. See you later. See you later,